Welcome to the Physiatry Podcast. This is where we talk about all aspects of physical medicine, rehabilitation, pain management, traumatic brain injury, and sports medicine, all in one. We focus on the latest unbiased data and talk to the experts in the field. This is your host, Dr. Avinash Ramchandani. Today our topic is going to be sports medicine and how to avoid injury in sports. I'm going to particularly focus on running, although many of the tips I will talk about today will apply to all sports in general. First of all, I'm going to talk about what the American Academy of Pediatrics talks about for sports injuries and how to avoid them. The American Academy of Pediatrics talks about how American children are competing in sports more than ever before. And a lot of the problems with sports is the risk of injury. Fortunately, for the vast majority of youth, the benefits of sports definitely outweigh the risks of participation. Now, we have to be just generally careful about how we take care of our bodies and listen to our bodies, yes. But at the same time, if we are playing in some sports like football, basketball, soccer, things that will have some sort of contact, there is inevitable injuries that will happen no matter what we do. Of course, most injuries to young adults as well as older adults is due to overuse and not due to injuries due to trauma. One of the things that they talk about for risking injury is to take some time off. Now, this is a big thing with running as well as other sports, is that every year we should take at least one month off of training from that sport in order to get stronger, in order to recover. Also, every week we should take one day off from training to help our body recover. I have noticed this myself, that when I am training for any sort of race, taking at least one day off per week helps with training. Now, I usually don't follow the one month off per year, but I definitely take a few weeks off during the year intermittently in order to help recover my muscles. And if I am training still, I will be training in a different type of sport. So I will go into bicycling or I will just go into the gym and do some weight training instead of running all the time because that does put a lot of stress on the joints, the muscles, and also puts a lot of stress on when you're training in the same sport all the time. So making sure that you change the regimen and change what type of sport you're doing helps the muscles from that sport that you're focused on recover as well as you're able to do more with the sport that you want to focus on later. So taking some time off is definitely important. Another thing that they talk about from the American Academy of Pediatrics is how to wear the right gear. Now, this is really important with any sort of contact sports, of course, but it's also important with running or bicycling or any other sport that you are going to participate in. For example, the proper running shoes can make a huge difference in the amount of stress that is put on the calf muscles, on the hamstring muscles, and also on the Achilles. And these are the most important things when you're trying to run and get stronger is that you need these muscles to recover. You also need them to be flexible. You also need to have less pain when you're running. Now, if a youngster is playing a contact sport, you want to make sure that they have properly fit equipment as well. Uh, Pads for football are really important. Helmets, mouthpieces, face guards, protective cups, and eyewear. Although we wear all these gear and think that these are going to prevent all the injuries, they don't. We have to make sure that we are still using the other things that I talk about within this podcast to avoid injury. From the American Academy of Pediatrics, again, they talk about strengthening muscles. Now, when we are young, we don't really think about strengthening muscles as a way to gain 
So as we get older, these muscles do get weak in certain areas. For example, when I started running, I used to be able to run about five or six miles, and then I would get the severe pain on the side of my hip. This is called IT band syndrome, which is very common in patients that run, and also any runner. Many of the runners that I have known have had IT band syndrome. Now, the key thing for this is IT band flexibility, which I'll talk about in a minute, but also you have to strengthen your glute muscles because if the glute muscles are weak, then a lot of the stress from the glutes that normally are taken when you're running go right to the IT band. Now, the IT band goes from your hip, the side of your hip, essentially all the way down to your knee and can cause knee pain as well. So when I was doing my initial running and training and running five or six miles, I would get hip pain, knee pain, all sorts of stuff. Now, strengthening the IT band or strengthening the the gluteus muscles really helped me with my IT band and actually has allowed me to go all the way to running 26 miles without having any symptoms of IT band syndrome. Now, this may not be the case for everybody, of course, but then again, for me, this worked. One thing I am really bad at, and I'll admit to that, is that flexibility is really important. I really don't stretch as much as I should before and after doing any exercise, but stretching can be very important. And I've started to do some yoga to help my stretching and my flexibility. As I noticed when I was running my last marathon, I was having a lot of issues with my hamstring and my uh, quadriceps muscles, which actually caused me to slow down towards the end of my marathon. So. In order to help this out, I've been working on strengthening those parts as well as stretching them using yoga techniques to help that out. Another key part of avoiding injury is technique. Now, technique should be reinforced during any sort of playing session. Again, I'm going to reference running just because I'm most familiar with it. With running in particular, if we talk about how we run, we usually run with bare feet with our toes first. And when you run with different types of shoes, you may hit your heel first. This may be important in order to avoid injury to start running with your toes first or try to change your technique of running. Now, this doesn't work for everybody and the natural way of running is different for everybody. So let's talk about lifting weights in particular and people that are bodybuilders. Now, when people lift weights, they have to use different belts, they have to use different things, which is part of what type of gear you should wear, but also it can help your technique because if you lift, for example, you do bicep curls and you have your elbows out too far, you could develop pain on the outside of the elbows, which is also known as tennis elbow, and this can limit the amount of weight that you could lift. I'm going to talk about taking breaks again. Now, this is talking about taking breaks during practice and during games because this can reduce injuries and prevent heat-related illnesses. Now, we've had several issues of heat-related illnesses in the United States with football players in the South when it's really hot and humid, and they've over heated, causing several of those players to actually end up going to the emergency room and some of them dying. And this is a pretty terrible problem that can happen in the United States where coaches are forcing patients or players to work too hard and overstressing themselves. In a book that I read recently from Adaharnand Finn, a book is called The Way of a Runner, A Journey into the Obsessive World of Japanese Running. And he compares this with his other book, which is called Running with the Kenyans. And what he talks about specifically is that the way of the runner and these Japanese runners really work 
too hard and cause problems because they work too hard. Many of them get injured because they are working that hard. And the Kenyans actually work easier and they take it easy at times and take breaks. And this is also very important. I think with any activity is that we take breaks in between running and not overstress our bodies or overdo it. The other thing that you want to do is play safe. Now, you don't want to cause other people to get injured. You also don't want to cause yourself to get injured. Therefore, sliding headfirst can cause problems. This happens in baseball and softball all the time, and many of the professional sports do it. But with when we talk about younger athletes, we should try to avoid that because that can cause head injuries, and the wrong technique can be very... Just following these professional athletes can cause patients and people to get injured. And traumatic brain injuries have happened because patients or people have into the base head first. So avoiding these types of things is very important. Now, also, you should avoid doing things like checking in hockey. You should try to avoid things like fighting in, in soccer. And there are certain things you can't avoid, of course. You know, doing headbutts and soccer is a normal thing. But you should also avoid running in bad situations where it is wet outside and you can't see. Make sure you have a light when you're running, when you're bicycling. Make sure you are visible to everybody around because there are way too many bicyclists that get hit by cars. Now, the interesting thing, when I was in the Netherlands this summer, there were bicycle lanes everywhere. And bicyclists rode much slower and rode bicycles that were much slower designed they were designed with one gear two gears and not these very high fi sports type bicycles and what was interesting about that is that many of these people that rode these bicycles rode very slowly and had very safe areas to ride their bicycles in the united states we don't have that in many places and bicyclists have to be extremely careful of where they ride what was also interesting about the Netherlands is that nobody wore helmets there. And despite not wearing helmets, the injuries to bicyclists are about four times less than in the United States. And traumatic brain injuries in particular were much less. The interesting thing about Dutch people is that they also ride their bikes a lot. 93% of the population rides a bike at least once a week. And on average, every Dutch person rides about 2.5 kilometers every day, which is about one and a half miles or so and if we compare that with the united states you know i think probably about one percent of us rides bike every day and now one of the things that it does say is that many of the people in the netherlands could avoid traumatic brain injury by wearing helmets and this is an important thing here in the united states as well we should wear helmets now many of the injuries that happen in the Netherlands due to biking is due to traumatic brain injury. So we should avoid those types of things by wearing helmets. What's interesting here, and this is guilty of many of us runners, bikers, professional athletes, is that we play through pain and we run through pain, we bike through pain, we do all sorts of things through pain. One of the most important things is not to play through pain. If you have pain, stop. And especially if you know that it's not sore and you actually hurt something, stop. Because guess what? It's just going to make it worse if you play through the pain. Make sure that you rehydrate. Hydrating is extremely important. And drinking salts and fluids is really important. Now, if you have days where it is very hot outside and it's hot and humid, make sure you hydrate even more and wear light clothing. These are all important for running, hiking, or doing any sort of activity that is outdoors. And also if you're playing professional sports outdoors or any sort of sports outdoors, make sure you rehydrate because rehydrating and 
avoiding heat-related injury is extremely important. Finally, I will talk about sports-related emotional stress, and this is really particularly emphasized here in American Academy of Pediatrics. When we are trying to win a sport, we put a lot of stress on ourselves, we put a lot of stress on our children, and sadly, many coaches and parents put a lot of stress on their kids because of the focus on winning. We should not be focused on winning. We should work on effort, sportsmanship, and hard work. Now, here's the thing. If you are a professional athlete, it's a different story completely. You should win. You should try to win, right? That's the whole goal of this. But if you are not a professional athlete, you're not going to get much different if you're not winning. So don't injure yourself. Don't do too much. Don't put yourself in the point where you could actually get injured and destroy the rest of your playing career or destroy the next several weeks where you could get more fit. When I think about running and, you know, the emotional stress of running and trying to get better at running and trying to win races, if you really try to do it too hard and you don't listen to your body and you overtrain, it actually can be a detriment as far as how you do in your races. So overtraining is also not a good thing because you need to have flexibility, you need to have recovery, you need to have all these other things that I talked about earlier in order to do well in any sport. When you look at any magazine and you type in how to prevent injuries to any sort of sport, one of the things they're going to talk about that, hey, you need to strengthen your muscles in order to continue doing that same sport. Many of us have one location or more than one location that is extremely weak because we're not strengthening those enough. And one of the examples was the IT band and the gluteus muscles. So make sure that we're being completely knowledgeable about what we're doing before we get into anything. All right, so that's the end of the podcast today. And this is the end of podcast number two. So thank you for listening to the Physiatry Podcast. This is the podcast where we talk about physical medicine, rehabilitation, pain management, traumatic brain injury, and sports medicine all in one. If you have any questions, please send me an email at info at painlessnx.com. Again, info at painlessnx.com. I hope that you've enjoyed our podcast today. I hope you send me an email or a comment or two. And I hope to see you next time. Again, this is Dr. Avinash Ramchandani signing off.